Long ago in the county Mayo in Ireland, which was poorer than all the rest, there the people were very, very poor. Times were hard even in what we would call good times. But for the young people in the audience who might not know what the famine was, that was a time of starvation in the 1840s. And during the time of the famine, people suffered more than ever before. John Sheehan was a farmer who kept a farm working hard, hard, hard every day. It was difficult enough, but his poor father, who should have been able to help him, was afflicted with a terrible arthritis. And his mother had come down with something that caused her blindness, and so she was no help on the farm either. He had married a beautiful bride named Eileen, and she came to the farm and was there about five years and had no help from either of them. So the two young people tried to keep that place together, and they did day after day, until famine came to the shores of Ireland and death came to their door. Now John realized he had to do something for his family, but the only thing that was open to him as the crops were rotting in the fields and nothing was delivered from any of the landlord's estate, he had to go and poach on the lands that belonged to a harsh landlord. He took an ax out of his barn and at night crept over the hedgerow and into the estate lands. As he stood there, he realized what he was risking for. The landlords were hard in those times. And to John, if he were captured, it would be death. But he had a family to feed, and so he searched all across the estate, looking for anything, a rabbit, a squirrel, something for his family to eat. He was about ready to give up when he looked down, and suddenly he saw before him a rabbit, a rabbit so large it was large as a dog. He couldn't believe it. And then what he couldn't believe next was that that rabbit actually spoke to him. John stood with his axe poised and the rabbit said, John, I know that you can kill me. John listened and he thought maybe it was the hunger getting the best of him, but he heard that rabbit speak. And the rabbit continued, you may take my life and use me to feed your family and the rest of the village if you wish. But if you spare me, I can promise you one thing. That will be one wish granted. John looked at the rabbit and thought about it. Now he came from the land of the little people and the fairy mounds. So a magic rabbit wasn't too far from his mind's eye. And he said, oh, and the rabbit said, I'll give you even a day to figure this one out tomorrow come to this spot and tell me whether you want to kill me or take one wish. John left, creeping over the hedgerow again, walked down the road, and as he was walking along the road, the first person he should meet was his father. Oh, da, he said, you can't believe what's happened to me. Oh, the Lord has sent us a magic rabbit. And he told him about the promise of one wish. The father thought for just a moment and he said, Oh, John, if we had gold, son, we could take care of not only ourselves, but all of the village here. So when you go back, you ask that magic rabbit for the gold. All right, John said, and he loved his father, and he took those words and he put them in his heart. As he approached the house, he saw his mother rocking on the porch in her darkness, and he recounted for her the story of the rabbit and the promise. And he also told her what the father had said about asking for gold. Ah, said the mother, 
don't ask for gold, love. We've been poor all of our lives, but we haven't lacked for anything because we have each other. What we really need is for me to be able to see so that I can look upon your beautiful Eileen and give her a hand about this farm because I know how hard the work is. And John loved his mother and he took her words and he held them in his heart. At night, when the parents were asleep, John and Eileen sat around the turf fire. He told her, of course, the story of the day and what both of his parents had said to ask for. Eileen thought deeply for a moment and she said, you know, I love your parents as if they were my own people. They're good people and they both have good ideas, but gold won't do it. Even your mother's eyesight is not the most important thing. John, what is it that we're lacking that we pray for every day? John said, I, I know, Eileen, it's a child of your own. She said, yes, don't ask for the gold. Don't ask for the blindness thing. Just ask for a wee babe for us. And she off, went off to bed. Now that night, the entire household slept and slept well, except for John. He was up the night long, pacing the floor, thinking about what he would do and knowing this was the one chance for one wish. He held his head, he said his prayers, he did everything imaginable. And then suddenly it struck him in the middle of the night, about two in the morning, he said, glory be to God, that's the answer. And he went to bed. The next day he could hardly wait for the day to be over because he wanted to be back at that hedgerow field. And he went back, crept over the hedge field, hedgerow once again into the field, and there was the rabbit, just as he said he would be. The rabbit looked at him, and John looked at the rabbit, and the rabbit said, Well, son, what is it that you've decided? Do you want to kill me and feed your village? Or do you want to risk it and take a chance and ask for the one wish? I do guarantee it, you know. John said, But you know, this is a land where magic can happen. And I believe it will. And so this is what I need from you, my friend. I would like to see my wife watching my mother rocking our baby in a golden cradle. And so it was. And so his wish was answered. And they lived well and happily in that faraway land.